Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wansley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Folks, um, I've been doing this now for about 30 years, and it's interesting <clears throat> that my approach is so much different than most people's. Most people believe, most type A personalities definitely believe, almost every positive self-help motivational midnight madness something for nothing instantaneously gratificationally diseased guru believes that you got to get out there and just do something start take action do it now get it done do it do it do it go 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 and i'm just the exact opposite i'm a type b personality that says hey wait a minute let's do it right I have different sayings. Some people's sayings are, if you throw enough mud on the wall, something's got to stick. And I don't live by those types of rules. I live by rules that you've never heard of because you're one of those instantaneous gratification people. Well, if you're a person like myself, you live by the types of rules that make you rich. You live by the type of rules that make sure you're not broke. You're not one of these people out there that are destitute. So... At the same token, you talk about Dave Ramsey being so type B, so negative, and so um, conservative that no one gets rich by doing Dave Ramsey. People in my program actually get rich. So, you know, where is the deviation? What is the difference? That's the balance that we've got to get across here. And today... The argument that started yesterday, and by the way, if you didn't listen to yesterday's show, you didn't miss it, you got to go listen to the podcast because if you don't, you're missing a lot of relevant information to what's going to happen in the next 6, 12, 24 months. 
right? So what kind of sayings do I live by? Well, there's a guy named Will Rogers, I believe, was a, somebody here in Texas, pretty famous poet, said, don't talk to me about the return on my investment until you talk to me about the return of my investment. In other words, protect the principle, protect the principle, protect the principle. Whereas by most people believe in gambling. They throw the principle at risk to go up and down in the stock market and other types of investments. And they make ridiculous decisions on how to invest, of which one I'm going to show you today, just to show you how stupid people can be, even though for 30 years I've told them not to be that stupid. Over and over and over, I tell people, and yet, whenever I do a seminar, I always go to the back of the book, tell everybody to go to the back of the book, and write this in the book, please. And it says, I will not do what Dell said to do. And then I tell them, anytime you ever have a problem in real estate and it doesn't work out the way you want, come see me. We'll go to that. We'll start with what you didn't do, and you'll see your problem. Right? That's the way it works. That's why over 30 years, the massive thousands upon thousands of people that retired here at Lifestyles, the millions and millions of dollars made here at Lifestyles come from that basic conservative attitude. But at the same token, there has to be a balance. And the balance has to be that we're out there making something happen. So it's important to know what to make happen, how to make it happen, and in the arguments that we've had yesterday and today, when it will be available to happen. Right? So after yesterday's discussion, debate that we had, and I debated a piece of paper with a bunch of statements on it, after yesterday's debate, I probably got no less than 50 emails from people going, wow, that's right on, right on, right on, right on. And then I got one where somebody said, well, here's what the technical people say. <laughs> you know? And again, this was somebody that was a real estate broker, a real estate commercial banker, uh, his appraiser. You get people that have so much education that they believe their own statements, their own educations. And we want to go into this today in a lot of different ways. I mean, I wish I could, I had five hours today to cover this because it's just so much I want to cover. But let's start out this way. One of the people that I that got in yesterday's discussion sent an email back and said, look, you should listen to this guy named Ken McElroy. Now, I've never heard of the guy before. Um, did it, he had a... Uh, YouTube video, and he's supposedly a business person. Um, he has some affiliation with Robert Kiyosaki. I don't know, you know, Rich Dad's association of some kind because he talks about him, right? And he went to produces, and by the way, you can just look this up, Ken McElroy, and look up. He's got two or three different YouTube videos about this recession. I was watching one about timing, about how stuff happens. The, and he talks about dropping a pebble in the water and watching the ripple effects of all the things that happen. And he went through his expectations of how these ripples will occur. He did make a point yesterday, though, that I hadn't made, I don't think, as well as I should have. I mean, he put more emphasis on it, and I, I really see that it really was the backbone of my whole argument yesterday. And, and that is... The beginning of the rock, the pebble in the water, was the COVID virus. The first ripple was the government shutdown. 
He said the second ripple was the unemployment. And then he goes and he looks up the eight lowest or worst recessions we've had in the last 25 years. And he pulls out this point out of nowhere, this data. He reads off the unemployment level at each one of those recessional points. And by God, nothing was over 2 million unemployed people. I mean, not up to 3 million, 2.1, you know, blah, blah, blah. Average around 2 to 3 million people. And then he makes the point, well, only four weeks. And by the way, he says, for that level of unemployment to occur after the Great Recession, it took 18 months for that to occur. 18 months. In other words, the world is devastated by the stock market crash. The world is devastated by coronavirus. And we are discussed yesterday, people out there actually think that we're through this just because we're opening back up the economy. We have 20 million plus people unemployed. Many of those jobs will never come back. Some of those businesses are gone. Many will come back, but they will be phased in. And each and every dollar we don't bring to the table this month and next month and the month after that is people who can't pay for their food, clothing, shelter, education, automobile, insurance, and those businesses suffer. It is insane what 20 million unemployment, unemployed people mean. Now, I read an article the other day about what stimulus is. And I wish I had the article so I could do it justice, but I'm gonna tell you the story the best I can. There's a small town that is just in disaster. It's in recession, depression, whatever. And a guy walks in to the hotel and the hotel is completely empty. And the guy says, I'd like a room. And the hotel or the guy that took care of the hotel said, it'd be $100. And the guy pulls out a $100 bill and he sets it on the table and says, okay, but before I decide to stay, I want to go look at the room and make sure I like the room. So he goes upstairs. While the guy's upstairs, the guy, the hotel guy, takes the $100 and runs over to the grocery store and pays his $100 bill. The grocery store person runs over to the automobile person and pays his $100 bill. The automobile person runs over to the prostitute and pays his $100 bill because it's so tough in that town, even the prostitutes have to work on credit. And then the prostitute runs back to the hotel to pay her bill for using the rooms for prostitution and puts the $100 bill back on the table. The guy who originally wanted to rent the room comes down the stairs and picks up the $100 bill and says, nah, this just isn't quality enough and takes the hundred and walks out. What has the stimulus done? The hundred dollar bill was a stimulus. What did it do? It told everybody that a dollar had passed or a hundred dollars had passed through their hands and that their bills were $100 lower. But had anything been produced, purchased, consumed? The answer is no. Stimulus doesn't work. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. My friends, how many of you out there right now believe you have a plan? I followed the conventional plan for years, and then the conventional plan blew up in my face. I wonder how many of you can relate to that exact same thing. The real question is how many of you have actually figured out how to turn that thing around 
and make it happen. Do you have a plan? Lifestyles Unlimited has one for you. It's worked for countless others. Retire in five years or less. Come learn more. Join us for our live online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Del Wamsley on having a plan. The year I got cancer and could not work for eight months, I lost 50 pounds. I want to tell you that I made $4 million that year. I made more that year than any year I'd ever made previous to that in my life. And I'm not telling you that to impress you. I'm telling you that to impress upon you. I didn't go to work for eight months. That's a plan. Create your plan at Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. It comes a point in time every now and then when the world flips upside down. And during that time, you have to come up with a decision in your life. How are you going to go through this? How are you going to work your way through this process that has no end? So what do you do? The first thing I need you to understand is that almost every entrepreneur out there makes it big when something bad happens. I tripled my net worth between 2008 and 2010. 10 years straight increase in value. It makes us all look like geniuses when everything goes up for 10 years straight. But now we're at the point where we're going to find out who's good again. And you need to be in there. Because why? Because I tripled my net worth in two years. You can do it too if you know what to do. You need to get into lifestyles right now. Join us for our free live online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. So we're talking here today about uh, the debate we started yesterday, and if you didn't listen to yesterday's show, you need to go to the podcast and listen to it because it's definitely the setup for this show as we go further down this you know, rabbit hole. But you know, what I want to cover now is that you're going to have to start learning to listen to people that are on your same side. The reason I started Lifestyles, hmm, what is it now, 29 years ago, something like that, it's 1990, so that would be 10, would 20, 30 years ago, I guess it would be. Um, 
30 years ago, I started this thing because there was people out there that were giving you lives, they were feeding you BS. And I got tired of hearing it and knowing that I knew differently and that I could help you guys. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help you see the reality. The first reality you need to understand is everybody has an agenda. So the Democrats have an agenda. And you can see, if you're conservative or you're a Republican, you see the lies that the Democrats put out on the air. On the other hand, if you're a Democrat, you see the foolish, stupid stuff that Donald Trump does and says that's just ridiculous. And although we like the financial position that we're in with Trump's work, and by the way, I'm not a Republican, I'm a libertarian in the middle somewhere, don't really like anybody. But the reality is, is that I was happy where the economy was going, I was happy with they were making good economic decisions. Uh, this, his tomfoolery is just insane. And you hear him say, everything is great. It's beautiful. Everything is beautiful. It's great. And I just want to get up and grab the guy by the back of the neck. And, you know, I can't say you can't smack the president, but boy, somebody needs to smack the president in the face just to wake him up for the stupid stuff that he says. What's my point? My point is everybody in news is lying to you. Now let's take a step down. Who else is lying to you? People trying to sell you stuff. So, we're trying to buy real estate, real estate agents, real estate brokers, and real estate financers, mortgage brokers, and so forth, have an agenda. They want you to keep buying. You realize that a mortgage broker and an appraiser and a broker and an agent make no money unless you buy something. It doesn't matter what prices go up or down or whatever. They would sell their first child to close a deal. Now, why is that? Because that's how they make a living. They eat what they kill. So whenever the market looks like they need to tell people that it's a good time to buy, they're going to do that. Who do the commercial brokers work for, by the way? They work for the seller. So the seller says, I want X, and they go, I'll go get you X. Otherwise, they don't get the listing. And if they don't get the listing, they don't get paid because there are no co-brokers in commercial real estate. So you either work for the seller or you don't get paid. Now, as that goes on and occurs, they become a conduit to the lie that the seller puts out. Now, the seller, it may not even be a lie. It may be just his total irrational belief of what the value of the property is. But to the broker, it's a lie because they know what it's worth. They know the difference. And so they're lying to people. Now, when we got to the bottom of the recession last time, as the knife kept falling and falling and falling, pretty soon brokers started coming to me and being honest and saying, hey, you can get this for this. And they started telling me, you can get 20% off, 40% off, 50%. Just make this offer. You'll get it. Boom. The guy got to get out of this thing. Da, 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 da. And whatever they tell me, if they tell me, you know, I can get it for 50 cents on the dollar, I'd offer 40 just because even then I didn't believe them. You know, they're out there trying to make a sale and as much as they can make. The value of the sale is not as important to them as making a sale. So they get paid this week and pay their bills. So here's an interesting point. There's a thing called, uh, who is this? Richard B. Ellis. C.B. Richard Ellis, okay? Large, very large, one of the top commercial real estate firms in the country. And they put out, their facts, okay? Now, it's interesting to see what facts they put out <laughs> and then compare it to their opinions of what's going to occur because they're blatant lies. 
blatant lies. And I can prove they're blatant lies because I've got the data on the other side. I've got the buyer's side of the transactions. So let's go through this. Let's get into this. This is good stuff. Number one data point. Oh, by the way, i got to finish what the McElroy guy said. McElroy said it's going to take 18 to 24 months for this recession to dig in and for the banks to start letting stuff go as REOs, as foreclosures. They're going to start, assets are going to go back to the bank. Leases are going to go back to the bank. Assets are going to go back to the bank of all different types, not just real estate of all types. And as all those things go back, the banks have got all these useless assets. They're going to just throw them, throw them out. They got to get rid of them. They got to sell them for whatever they can, pennies on the dollar. 18 to 24 months, not right now, 18 to 24 months, right? And so his worry was watch out for the falling knife. It may not have fallen far enough yet. I don't believe that because the last time I did this, I caught it on the way down. I caught a $35,000 apartment complex at $25,000. The next one I bought was $19,000. next one I bought was $14,000. next one I bought was $8,000. It just kept going down. And every single one of them along the way, I made money on it. When it came back up, I was too stupid to keep buying. Go, wow, prices are going back up. Probably not a good time to buy. <laughs> an idiot, you know. I was I was dumb as a rock. I felt like they'd throw me in a rock pile and I'd fit right in at that point. Now that I have hindsight, all right. So let's hear what CB Richard Elts has to say. GDP in first quarter fell four point eight percent. CB Richard Elts expects second quarter GDP to be worse, minus forty two point five percent. So they're predicting half of the entire economy is going away, right? The Federal Reserve pledged to keep interest rates near zero for the full unemployment until unemployment returns and inflation does not exceed 2%. So interest rates are nothing, which means what's the rate of return out there? Nothing. Consumer spending spending fell 7.6% in the first quarter. With the stay-at-home orders unclear, no way to calculate what the second quarter will be. Gross private domestic investment decreased by 5.6% as businesses retracted uh, through the uncertainty and the slowing activity. Last, commercial real estate recovery will lag that of the economy. Get this, will lag that of the economy. The industry and multifamily sectors are expected to recover within a year, office within two years, and retail will take three years to recover. All right? Does that sound all rosy? Huh? Well, let me read the lies that the brokerage firms put out. And also the lies that the economists put out. Why do the economists want to tell you things are going to be great? This is a real estate economist. <laughs> just, I can't even believe this. You just heard that. That's from Richard C.B. Richard Ellis. This is from an economist uh, talking about Houston. Multifamily, single-family housing, and industrial may provide a bright spot for the Houston commercial real estate sector as it reaches as it reacts to the twofold effect of the coronavirus and the oil bust. Now, can you talk out of both sides of your mouth? I've not ex- experienced the ability to do that yet. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk about this. We're going to be right back with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we've extended the debate that we started yesterday about when and how severe this recession is going to be. We started the conversation here today with the fact that um, the C.B. Richard Ellis report says that the economy is just destroyed. We talked about a guy named McElroy that uh, had given a, a YouTube video about how he looked at the 20 million people that are unemployed as being 10x times larger than any other unemployment we've ever had during any recession, and that there's absolutely no way, even if we have a massive comeback of the economy really quickly, that all those people are going to get employed again, and that most recessions hover around 2 million people unemployed, 2 to 3 million. So the bottom line is, even if we got 90% of those people back, we're still in a recession. So he's talking 18 to 24 months before the banks start to feel the pain. People aren't paying their payments. Stuff starts going back to the bank. Then I pulled out a deal with the economist saying that somehow real estate is going to lead the economy back to where it's going. Well, if you're a real estate economist, and that's what this guy is, what do you think you got to tell people? Real estate's good, right? Goes on and says the millennials and the Generation Z, the zero to 40 right, our zero to 40 right now is huge. It's well over 50% of the population. And this is the age group that is looking for housing and evolving and growing. Gaines said during the Bismal or the BizNow webinar, blah, 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 blah. So what is he saying? He's saying our kids. Okay, let's see. I've got three kids. One doesn't have a house, two doesn't have a house, three doesn't have a house. One lives with the parents, two lives with the parents, third one rents. Hmm. 30 years old, 31 years old, 33 years old. Hmm. Wow. These kids are just screaming to get out there and buy some real estate, aren't they? They're just demanding. I mean, that's going to be the, it's going to create our economy. All these kids want are good phones. That's all they want. They want to be on YouTube and Zinkazak and Trick-A-Track and all the different weird things they do. I don't even know what they're called, man. Skittles and Biddles and picture shames and just crazy stuff these kids do. But none of them want to own a house. Are you out of your mind? That's the farthest thing from their mind. Yet this guy says, that's going to make the economy turn around, right? Says it's a good chance going to lead us out of this problem in this economy. We are going to rival 25% unemployment that occurred back in 1931 in the height of the Great Depression. Texas is estimated to face 10 to 15% less revenue each month uh, as the shutdown continues. Then he brings up a point that's one of the most relevant that we haven't even talked about. He talks about tax revenue. Cities 
and states are broke. You hear it on the news all the time now that everybody, the Democrats, are trying to get money for the states and the cities, but they're broke. And what are they going to do? They can't go back and tax you for stuff you didn't spend. There's no sales tax when you're not buying stuff, right? They're still hitting us for property taxes, but when houses start going back and they start losing homes, those property taxes won't get paid. And they say, well, Dalbeck, it's not going to happen. Well, we'll see. I'm glad. I'd be very happy to be very happy about being wrong. But the reality is 20 million unemployed people. You don't think there's going to be some houses that go back? State, local governments, how are they going to sustain themselves? And what is that going to mean? Services not rendered, things that can't get done. You want to, you want to get a, um, a permit for something? Well, it takes three times as long now, if you can get it at all. So what does that do to the economy? I mean, Trump's one of his things was getting rid of all the permitting problems, getting rid of all the, the paperwork and red, red tape. So, sorry about that, guys. Let's see what else this guy has to say. History, Houston's economy has a history going through frequent shocks, usually linked to the energy sector. The resilience is also likely to apply. Meanwhile, the short-term programs are keeping everything from crashing down. Stimulus packages, including CARES, and the Paycheck Protection Program are helping business weather through the economy. PPM loans are buyers of time, and right now the time is our friend. Okay? So there's a guy that says, I am an economist for real estate. i got to bring real estate through. I've got to yell it and scream it. Oh, it's beautiful. And what we're doing, it's beautiful. It's cute. Oh, my God, it's the best. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. It's, we're doing such a great job. It's, it's a beautiful job. All right, here it comes. This is the tough stuff right here. We've got six minutes left in this segment. See how much of this I can get in here. All right. There was a Marcus and Milchap seminar the other day, which is another large real estate firm. And here's their line. Now, realize Marcus and Milchap is a mortgage, is a real estate commercial real estate firm, and it is a mortgage broker firm. It makes absolutely no money if deals don't close. Do you understand that? It makes absolutely zero money for it as a business and its employees. Deals have to close. So are they going to tell you that the world's ended? They're going to put a scare into you that's going to keep you from going out and buying real estate today? Absolutely not. They're going to lie to you in every way, shape they can. So let's read their predictions. They are closing the deals they are buying and selling without any change in price, no retrades. That is a blatant, blatant lie. I know of personally two deals that have already retraded in the last 30 days, one of them by a half a million dollars. Now, why would they lie to you that way? Because they want you to not be afraid to go out and buy real estate at over, overpriced real estate that is sitting there still on their books that have had listed for the last six months. Next two months or so, they will hold off on acquisitions. In other words, most investors out there are telling Marcus Milchap they're going to hold off for at least two months just to see what happens. All right? I believe that one. Might be six months. Next one. Most stop dis, um, 
oh, this is the investors. I'm sorry. This is both the brokers and the investors. Marcus Milchap interviewed the investors, or the investors and the syndicators and so forth. So they said they're not gonna, they're not going to do anything for two months. And they go on and say we stopped distributions with the approval of our investors. One was still distri- distributing. Okay, so what they're saying is, is we're holding on to our cash. We feel we could be in a cash crunch situation uh, with the economy, with the op- occupancies, and so forth. Some stop taking asset management fees until they deliver distributions again. So there they are. Now they're not making money. Although forbearance would come back to haunt whoever took it. All thought, I'm sorry, all thought that forbearance would come back to haunt whoever took it from Fannie and Freddie. Forbearance is where you don't pay your mortgage. And if you looked at the pages of rules and regulations that goes with that, for them giving you three months of not paying your mortgage, they control your asset for 24 months, meaning you don't even have control of your cash. Cash comes in, it goes to them. They pay what they want to pay. They do what they want to do. You've basically sold your company for three months worth of mortgage payments to somebody else to control and manipulate. Almost everybody that I know that has a brain who has read this is said they will not take these forbearance deals. Um, Although discounts in pricing in the Houston may go as deep as 15%, but not from the COVID virus, but from oil prices. So they're saying, hmm, the discounts may go as low as 15%. Now, answer me this, riddle me this, Batman. If prices are 15%, are going to discount by 15%, how are you going to keep closing the deals that you're in today at the prices you went into with all the loans and mortgages in place being changed right in the middle of the process with everybody knowing that there's going to be about a 10 to 15% discount over the next two to three months? Riddle me that, Batman. Tell me how every deal is closing. I doubt it. They didn't believe operations in DFW would be materially affected by COVID at all. They think they may only have a softening of about 5%. Because Houston has the oil problem, it's going to go up to 15 because there's a double whammy there. All thought capital sitting on the sidelines, all thought, make sure I say this right, all thought capital sitting on the sidelines for more than six to nine months would miss any opportunities the market had to represent. So they're saying the people that are out there buying this stuff believe if you don't do something within six to nine months, you may miss this opportunity for these 10 to 15% discounts. All agreed they were glad they moved away from value deals and towards quality. Uh, I actually read a thing the other day. It was very interesting because if you go back a year ago, People were saying, get out of Class A's because they're overbuilt, get into Class B's, and definitely Class C's. Uh, Dotsauer, our economist, the real estate economist we use, he said that Class C's are like gold because in the Class C world, you can't build any more of them. It's like you've got something that can't be replaced. Yet now, when we come back, we're going to talk about how that conversation has changed. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Del Wamsley talks about buying your way back from corporate America through real estate. A massive change in my life. My personal residence I lived in was a one-bedroom condo, cost 425 bucks a month. This covered it. My automobile car payment was only 300 and some dollars a month. This covered it. I was buying my way back from corporate America. I could feel it. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you how to buy your way back from corporate America. Get in control. 
Get into our live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. And now a word on retirement from Del Wamsley. The average person thought they'd retire at 59 and a half, 60, then they said 64, then it was 65, then it was 66, then all of a sudden they jump right to 70, 70 is the new 59, 70 is the new 64, then it was, you know, hey, most people are going to work all the way into their 80s. Do you really want to work on your 80s? Or would you like to retire in five years or less? Find out how on Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're uh, continuing the debate back and forth about how deep this recession is going to go and um, how long it's going to be there and what are the possible options you can have. I was just reading something that uh, Marcus Milchap did. It was, uh, and by the way, I got this was a summary given to me by somebody who had listened to it. I didn't listen to it, and um, I, I mischaracterized it a little bit up front. This was Marcus Milchap interviewing their clients, saying, "What will they be doing in the next 12 to 24 months?" And um, they basically, the last thing they said on here is they believe that Fannie and Freddie loans are going to be almost impossible to deal with uh, with a, a year's worth of principal and interest payments. Uh, mortgage payments in escrow, along with a year's worth of taxes, a year's worth of insurance paid up front. Uh, it's just unbelievable, you know, it's just unbelievable. So those, they say you're going to have to go get money from banks, and you need to have, they said here, at least 10 banking relationships, okay? So as we look at this, the real argument comes down to this today. And let's clear the argument up. I'm throwing facts back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the real argument is, Number one, my argument is we're not in the recession yet. Has it really hit? This is just the beginning. Uh, that McEl- McElroy guy, whatever, says the same thing. This isn't the recession. I said that yesterday. I saw that today. He confirmed what I believe. So, you know, obviously when somebody believes what you believe, you like what they say. Um, I'm not, don't even know the guy, so it's not like I'm saying this guy's a real know-it-all. I'm just saying, hey, he's come to the same conclusion I've come to. This is an 18 to 24-month problem here that we're up against and we're gonna need to buy. And he says, don't buy on the way down. I say, do buy on the way down. I say, open your eyes right now, be looking for those opportunities and they will be good opportunities because five years from now, the prices will be back up again or say 24 months from now, the prices will start going back up again. And when they start going back up, they will eventually catch back up and then they will eventually go above and beyond, right? So the last argument is in the, the debate yesterday was, is that we'll never really get down there. Some people believe that there's so much pent-up demand to buy real estate, so much money on the sidelines, that it's just going to never happen, that nothing will go into foreclosure because you'll be able to sell it before uh, that happens. I don't believe that. I think people buying houses are going to freeze up really quick. You know, 10 years ago, after that problem in 2009, 
2008 recession, people didn't want to buy houses anymore completely. I called it the black swan effect. And I did a whole radio show on the fact that people used to aspire to own homes, that the American dream was to own a home, and that all of a sudden there was no aspiration. It was no longer the American dream. And nobody wanted the hassle and the tie-down and the potential liability of owning a home. And so home ownership completely changed in the view of our country. I think this is going to be another one of those black swan events where it's going to show again, hey, there's certain things that just don't make any sense. I'll give you one of them, and that is buying Airbnbs, buying very, very expensive real estate in vacation spots. I've looked down on this for 30 years. I've told people it's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I've been wrong half the time and right half the time. Uh, The problem is you only need to be wrong once to lose everything you have. So you go in there and you're lucky enough to buy into these stupid, ridiculous, overpriced pieces of real estate that have to rent on the weekly to make up the money that you're thinking you're going to make. And you have to work and keep them busy and keep them rented up and keep them taken care of and the whole bit, blah, 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 blah. Um, Just almost like a hotel. But then what happens is when there's nobody renting, and what is the first thing people are going to stop paying. They're not going to stop paying their home. They're not going to stop paying their rent at their apartment. They're going to stop paying going to Airbnbs. And I also contend storage units. Now, a lot of people say storage units do well because people move out of their houses, stick their stuff in storage, and go live in an apartment. So I'm not going to argue that argument because I don't really know the facts on that. Uh, I could see the logic either way. But the reality is, is that these people are going to lose these homes. And they're going to lose their net worth. I mean, this article right here is talking about how these people have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Here, one house, $380,000 they're going to lose. They don't know what to do. They borrowed $100,000 from their own home's equity to come up with enough money to buy this house. And it goes on. It's like a four or five-page article. I don't want to bore you with the whole thing, but you get the idea. What do you do with a four or five or six or seven or $800,000 house in a place people want to visit when nobody wants to visit anymore. What do you do with that? Can't pay that payment. That payment's high. Eight, ten thousand bucks a month. One person here said they had twenty-two thousand dollars a month in mortgage payments and not one tenant. Because they had a portfolio of this stuff. Didn't take long at twenty-two thousand a month to take you down. Or you just stop paying and let it go back and go, well, that was a neat one. That didn't work. Try something else. But each time a bank has to take that stuff back, that softens the economy. That makes the rest of the stuff that's going to sell in that neighborhood cheaper. It's going to make people less wanting to buy because they're going to see foreclosures. And it becomes a psychological thing. Part of a recession is psychological. And I think that the people that are talking right now are talking out of their butt because they want there not to be a recession because they don't want it to affect them. And I see Trump doing it. I see all of Trump's cronies doing it. Uh, and I also see the Democrats wanting there to be a recession. They want the country to be destroyed so they can come in and pick you up by the bootstraps by giving you money to survive. Hence, instantly turning us into a socialist country. So don't get me wrong. I mean, I see what the Democrats are doing. They're doing everything they can do to make it look like Trump is destroying the world. Trump's not destroying the world. The virus destroyed the world. You figure out who came up with the virus. (laughs) Which Petri ditch did this thing come out of? The bottom line was, nobody told us about it. It happened. It blew up. Boom, boom, boom. 
then there's always the other side. And that is, is there not a natural selection? Let's say you're a liberal, you believe in science, and you're not a conservative which believes in God. If you're a liberal and you believe in science, then do you not believe in natural selection? Do you not believe that there's too many people in New York City? There's too many people around the world that are too old and that our social security system can't maintain all these old people. And there has to be some way to clean out the pot every now and then. I know I'm going to get some emails on this one. But wait, you're the socialist. You're the ones that believe in science. So isn't science telling you sometimes natural selection has to have its way? Think about it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. For listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile. We'll get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t